0: This is a Reconstructionist Radio Production with LRNT.com. Please visit Kuiper.org to download or purchase this book. Bale Worship, Ancient and Modern, 2001, Stephen C. Perks, Kuiper Foundation, Taunton, England. Narrated by Nathan F. Conkey. Section 2. The Syncretistic Worldview It may seem truly astonishing to us that the people of Israel should fail to recognize their idolatry, that they should fall into a state of which they genuinely believed themselves to be worshiping God by practicing the Canaanite cults at the high places, and that good kings who sought to do right in the sight of Yahweh should be unable to do anything about this, perhaps even themselves fail to recognize the problem fully. It seems so obvious to us that such idolatry is contrary to the true worship of God. But although it may seem obvious to us, it did not to most of the people of Israel at this time. And we must stop and think before we point the finger and ask ourselves whether we are, in our own way, in our own day, guilty of compromise just as serious as these, indeed, whether with the greater revelation that we have, our own compromises are not in fact graver sins. The fact is that we recognise the idols and sins of past ages and other cultures more readily than we do those of our own age and culture. This is why syncretism is so dangerous. We fail to recognise it for what it is, and we do so because we are so unwittingly committed to the worldview that characterises our society and it produces such an idolatrous religion. This is just as true for us as it was for the ancient Israelites. But it is facile to congratulate ourselves on attacking and abominating the idols of past ages and other cultures, especially if we fail to recognise and challenge the idols of our own age and culture. Attacking past idols will not help us now in our Christian lives. Attacking past idols We need to deal with those compromises that affect our own culture and society, and indeed, our own lives. And this is the point of our study of this period of the history of Israel. The scriptures are given to us that we might learn from them. Do not think that syncretism, just as serious as that shown up in the history of the kings of Israel, is beyond the church today. It is not. Syncretism with false religion Is as much a problem for Christians in the West today as it was for the Israelites in Old Testament times. For example, Roman Catholicism is a syncretistic religion, a fusion of Christian and pagan beliefs. Those who adhere to it genuinely believe that they are worshipping and serving God faithfully by following this religion, for example, by praying to Mary and the saints, etc. They have bought into the worldview that validates these practices. Usually, quite unwittingly, as a result of their imbibing it from early childhood. And so, whenever they meet with arguments against these practices, they are able to explain and justify their beliefs and actions to themselves in terms of their worldview. They can justify their beliefs and practices because their worldview is more important, more foundational, more vital to their lives, whether they know it or not, than any argument against the Roman Catholic faith or any of its particular doctrines. It forms a complex of assumptions or presuppositions that are the basis of all theoretical and non-theoretical thought, and therefore validates their whole understanding of the meaning of life and provides the ground of all argument. Of course, they may be quite unaware of the foundational role that their worldview plays in the way they think about the faith and life generally, unaware even the very concept of a worldview. but this does not matter their lack of awareness of this will only mean that the worldview in terms of which they live will be more effective in screening out any kind of challenge to their understanding of the Christian faith now I am not a Roman Catholic and I do not intend to deal with Roman Catholicism here rather I want to deal with the prevalent form of Protestant idolatry I mention the Roman Catholic religion simply because it is an illustration of syncretism that Protestants are likely to understand. Most Protestants, at least Reformed and Evangelical believers, will agree that the Roman Catholic religion combines elements of both Christianity and Paganism. But we need to realise that just the same kind of problem exists for Protestants and for Reformed and Evangelical Christians today in the West – because, just like the ancient Israelite and the Roman Catholic, we have most likely imbibed from our early childhood a worldview that is fundamentally and in principle contrary to the Christian faith. As a result, we interpret the faith in such a way that we mould it into conformity with this worldview, distorting it in the process. The same process of rationalisation occurs, and it does so because, in the main, we are oblivious to the way in which our worldview affects our understanding of the faith. The less aware we are of the importance that our worldview plays in our understanding of the faith and of life generally, the more effective we shall be at legitimising or rationalising our idolatry, at syncretizing the faith with beliefs and practices that are contrary to the Gospel. Consequently, we shall fail to confront our own idols and Idols do exist in the evangelical and reformed world. And just the same process of rationalization takes place when evangelicals are confronted with their idolatry as when Roman Catholics are confronted with theirs, or even when the ancient Israelites were confronted with their idolatry. There is no difference in the process of accommodation, the process of syncretization. Only the idols differ. In just the same way, therefore, that it does not seem obvious to the Roman Catholic that Roman Catholic dogma is syncretistic or that he is engaged in a corruption of the true faith and of the true worship of God, and in just the same way that it did not seem obvious to the ancient Israelite that he was involved in a corruption of the true worship of Yahweh, so also it does not seem obvious to the evangelical when he is involved in idolatry. Modern evangelicals in the West today are often as unwilling to confront their own idolatry as the ancient Israelites were and the Roman Catholic is. And I believe that modern evangelicalism is drinking deep at the troth of syncretistic idolatry in the West today. The modern evangelical Christian may well be scandalised at the suggestion that his evangelicalism is a corruption of the faith, a syncretistic religion in which he thinks he is serving the true God, while at the same time he is deeply involved in a life of idolatry. But this is precisely my contention, and the pagan religion of which I speak is secular humanism. Now, I suspect that on hearing this, most evangelicals, indeed most Christians, will think that I am overstating, even grossly exaggerating my case. But I do not believe that I am. Christians have become extremely blasé about secular humanism and take it no more seriously than the idea of a devil with horns and a pitchfork indeed perhaps less seriously but this is precisely my point secular humanism is not thought of as a pagan religion but it is a religion and it is the religion that governs most of our lives and evangelicals are usually as committed to most of its basic premises as non-believers are because they understand the Christian religion in terms of secular humanism's definition of it, that is, as a belief system that is relevant only to a fairly narrow area of their life. In fact, the evangelical compromise with secular humanism is, in its own way, every bit as bad as the Roman Catholic compromise with paganism and the ancient Israelites' compromise with the fertility cults of Canaan. And this form of syncretism is every bit as subtle, perhaps more subtle and subliminal than the others, and therefore so much the more insidious. Evangelicals, and I include the Reformed in the use of the term here, are so convinced that they alone have the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, that only they know how to understand the Gospel. They are so thoroughly converted to their own sect. But The hardest people to convert are those who are thoroughly convinced that they are already converted. I acknowledge that in some areas modern evangelicalism does have a fairly good understanding of some elements of the gospel, and I am not by any means claiming that evangelicals are not Christians because they are evangelicals, and evangelicalism is a corrupt form of the faith, any more than I would claim that a Roman Catholic is not a Christian merely because he is a Roman Catholic and Roman Catholicism is a corrupt form of the faith. But the evangelical understanding of the faith is limited to a fairly narrow area of life revolving around certain aspects of soteriology in the main. And this is the problem. Modern evangelicalism has a fairly good understanding of some elements of the Christian faith, but there is a failure to recognise the necessity of a changed life, except in a few circumstances. Virtually the whole of evangelicalism revolves around one's devotional life, one's quiet time and church life. When someone is converted, this is where the change happens. He can carry on with the rest of his life, pretty much as he did before he became a Christian, unless perhaps he made his living by selling pornography or illegal drugs. Evangelicalism is very dualistic in its understanding of the faith. One can be a perfectly good evangelical and, at the same time, a staunch supporter of secular humanist ideals in most things. Sometimes, even in secular humanism's most vicious manifestations, for example, socialism, evolution, even abortion, yes, even that, without realizing that there is a fundamental contradiction between the Christian faith and secular humanism. One can be a committed, practicing evangelical and a good, practicing secular humanist at the same time, and the problem is seldom understood, let alone addressed in evangelical churches or literature.
1: The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology,